The following podcast is about wrestling. Yes, we know. You see, every year, various wrestling promotions gather in a specific area to have shows leading up to WrestleMania. One day, some jackass decides to chronicle all those shows, and he managed to drag his girlfriend and two others along for the ride. We're still not sure how he pulled that off. Now, join us to find out what happened one crazy weekend. OCW has a chat with a Mormon child, part two. Why is that? <laughs> More like, oh shit, it's OCW. <laughs> we'll be handing out the hot dickings down at your local record store. <laughs> well, two of us will. The other two will be, like, standing around awkwardly. Yep. Well, no. <laughs> they don't have to be, they don't have to be, like, biological dicks to hand out hot dickings. Yeah, well, one of us doesn't have anything like that. Like, she could probably, like, knock something up out of, like, improvised equipment, but you don't want that. This is the cold open, isn't it? Hot MacGyver Dickens. The world is a vamp. Sent to drain. destroyer. Everybody, and welcome to One Crazy Weekend. I am your co-host, Rosenthorn, and I'm joined with... Hi guys, it's KC, and it's the audio's difference, because I now finally live with Rosen. Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh my god. Aw, <laughs> that, that's I disgusting. I, I think I just got diabetes. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the new di- newly diabetic people are... Uh, I'm Crash Thompson. Hey guys, um, you might know me from the Rock Critic or Rock Coliseum or other various things, but here I am on OCW talking about the wrestling. Hi, I'm Bunny. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bunny's uh, still recovering from her diabetes. Give her time. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I got nothing, man. Hi. Speaking of having nothing, uh, you may be wondering why we're doing this again. Well, uh, turns out we had some technical issues, mainly, as Casey loves to point out, I had my microphone upside down because I was not given instructions on how to use the damn thing. We didn't catch it until I was editing audio for this episode. I was in the middle of editing the Pitchfork video, so I didn't get to OCW until super late, so we didn't catch it until late, so... Yeah, here we are. And to Rosen, to your credit, my man, don't feel too bad about the microphone thing. I once accidentally recorded an entire quickie uh, with my condenser mic backwards. So the (laughs) audio sounded absolutely horrible. Oh, speaking of terrible audio, WXW. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That is a beautiful transition. We're we're probably not going to go as long as we usually (laughs) do, just by the nature of we've already talked for two hours about this. And it's forever lost to the age of time. I mean, no, it's, isn't. Yeah, it's on Twitch it's if you want to dig it up. It's on. Yeah, the original yeah. is on Twitch, but it's the un. It's the unedited version. If, so if and when the... we set up a Patreon, we might make it a bonus version or a bonus episode. I don't know. Yeah. For all the real massacres yes. among us. Uh, but the point is, we're gonna talk for a little bit about this, and then uh, next week's gonna be Bloodsport because we're gonna we're doing it like one week after to make up for it. Yeah, because we kind of been on a break because I've been moving. But for now. Let's go through what we have to talk about for WXW. Uh, WXW is a German promotion, Westside Extreme Wrestling, over in Oberhausen, Germany. Uh, and this show was WXW America ist Wunderbar. Uh, that took place on April 4th, 2019, from Laboom in New York City. Commentary I from... I still can't believe that's actually the name of the place. Oh, yeah. Here comes Laboom. 
Commentary from Jeremy Graves and Sebastian Holmichel. They were very good at their jobs. Yes, yes, when we could hear them. We get a video package showing many people, most of whom are signed to a lot of places now. And then a hype package <coughs> with the guy... NXT UK. <coughs> some AEW, some New Japan. Ah, that's fair. Uh, we get a, yeah, we get a hype package with a guy peeking the mic. Speaking of peeking the mic, Tommy Geisen. Yeah, uh, one yeah. thing that we all agreed on, the audio is terrible the, in this show. The, the, yeah. the audio the, was loud and it was hard to really make out for a lot of it. We're kind of grateful that we had a card for this because if we didn't, we wouldn't know who half these people were if it wasn't for Bunny or Rosen. Yeah, the production issues were a big, big problem with this show, which is very weird because um, I've seen other WXW events, and apparently, like the stuff they host in Germany tends to be pretty okay. Hell, but this New York show. Well, there's ugh. a reason uh, they're using Evolve's tech. Yeah, so using stuff they're not equipment they're not familiar with. An unfamiliar setting. Uh, still, regardless of all that, they sh this was really bad. This yeah. really, uh, this did become a big issue throughout the entire show. So, yeah. uh, did anyone have anything other notes before we got into the first match? Uh, no. no. I just said the opening had a bunch of red lighting. That's it. Yep. Yeah, because red and white is their color scheme. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's actually kind of prescient that we record this after uh, Casey and I went to PWG this weekend because she got a second chance at LAX. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, Ortiz and Santana are in the first match versus The Crown, Alexander James and Massive Yearn Simmons. He's not that big. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Like, no offense to Yearn, but he's not that big. Yeah, I, it's a comparison. There, there, there were definitely guys on that card who were more fitting of the massive terminology. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make one note that like, I put in here is Alexander James' attire looks like he just saw Hamilton the musical. <laughs> but of course, for me, like it was nothing special. But I, LA, I got LAX gave me a second chance with their ladder match from PWG 16. Oh, that was insane. And I, if I could rewatch this match because it's been like three, four weeks since I've seen the Wonder Bar, I think I would give yeah. it more of a second yeah, chance like, in that. Like that's plus, uh, we'll, we'll be a little honest. Uh, that was not a great day for Casey, no. but we're doing much better now. So, who knows? We might. Uh, I might. She might check that show out again uh, when, you know, now that things have gotten Ex better. Except have it on mute and just have mute music playing because the yes. audio is that yeah. bad. Yeah, have it like, a, yeah. like an AMV. But the point is, give it a second chance from the actual wrestling perspective. Yeah. But uh, speaking of their ladder match at PWG, I have a fun little thing for, from that that I mentioned last night. Um, so, yeah, for those who don't know, at PWG's 16th anniversary, the main event was LAX versus the Rascals in a ladder match for the tag titles. And at, point, yep. and at one point, uh, Zachary Wentz has uh, Santana on the on the mat, uh, and he basically climbs the ladder in the corner and rides it down uh, ass first onto Santana. But he yeah, lands. Zachary Wentz. He lands and he rolls into our area, and all we just hear is, "Ah, oh, my ass, my ass, my ass, my ass, my ass, my ass, my ass." <laughs> basically. And also, he almost got murdered a few times, but we're okay. But, yeah, we're, that's talking, but we're talking about Wonderbar, which almost feels like you're getting murdered for how bad the audio is, but... I miss both Yearn's hair and his stripper dance. Also, Inigami Dalton just said, I heard, quote, wrote it ass first into my area, 
and I am <laughs> very interested now. Yes, well, this isn't the X-rated version. This is not Cyberfights. Is... Mm. No, it is not Cyberfights. Very well, well spotted. Um, look, if in the event that we get a Patreon and you all give us a shitload of money, then we'll talk about an X-rated episode, which will get us <laughs> all of us fans and Cyberfights is not actually X-rated. What it is. Is... We're not talking. I'm not even talking about cyber fights. I'm just talking about the X-rated commentary, which you know, oh, Australian okay. wrestling forever, and you know, yeah. Basically, it's just wrestling, but it, but it's incredibly gay, even for wrestling. Uh... <laughs> anyway, yes, but um, massive year stripper dance, excellent. Yes, uh, I, I showed I showed the gang a, a clip of it uh, after after the podcast. It was it is magnificent. Um. Let's see, Ortiz with the Luigi. Like, he has the uh, Luigi downtown from Smash Brothers. Yeah, I have that in my notes, too. That was impressive. Yeah. Uh, ripcord backfist into a boot. <laughs> uh, anybody else have anything? Um, the crowns still look a couple like a couple of gay Game of Thrones cosplayers, which isn't a bad thing. It just shows they didn't really put a lot of 4 4 inch of what they were wearing. Kind of like I Game have... of Thrones Season 8. Ha. Uh... I have that in my notes too, Bunny. I'm glad I wasn't the only one to notice that. <laughs> I have the Twinkle Twinkle Little Star chant. Does anybody remember that? I that... do. And, and the thing is, the audio was so bad, we couldn't tell what they were what actually saying, but the tune that they were saying was Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I, I'm, going to assume, I'm going to assume it was massive, 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 Yarn. <laughs> um, I wonder what you... What you burn... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apparently, a lot of WXW's normal uh, fan base or uh, like audience base, I guess, came to this show from Germany. Jesus. Yep. Yeah, Good that's on. that's Is a that hell of a plane ticket. Yeah. LAX win with a double reverse suplex. That was pretty fun. The commentators were really enjoying the crown losing. Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah, they were. This was apparently meant to be the crown's return match after getting derailed. Commentators were milking that train pun for all it was worth. Oh yeah, a lot of heel heat uh, thrown on the crown for this match. But LAX put on. They put on a good show. Uh yeah. Let's see. Ne- next is Avalanche versus Darby Allen. I just put in my notes. Darby is an AEW, and I thought it was alright because I had a hard time focusing during this time. Well, you uh. You just saw it, uh, Darby Allen. I know, I saw Darby Allen. You saw him 16. beat uh, MJF, MJF with, a head, with a headlock takeover. Yeah, I'm okay with him to kick MJF's ass, because I hate MJF. Okay, we're not, this isn't the we hate MJF. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll You're trust not like me. other we'll podcasts. Well, uh, unfortunately, well, the thing is, with this Darby Allen avalanche match, there's uh, not a lot to it. It is yeah. basically just kind of a squash match. Like, well, Avalanche just throws Darby all over the fucking ring. I was going to say, like, the problem is that Darby's matches tend to be very formulaic. He does this whole, I am an emu, sh- I'm an emo. Emu? An emu. <laughs> no, he's not an emu, he's an emo. I am that guy who used to tattoo broken hearts on himself with a ballpoint pen and my fucking compass in math class. I am the guy who jumped off the roof of the school because my heart was dead. I wrote shitty emo poetry on the walls. Can I say, though, Bunny, I now have the idea of an emo dressed like Darby. 
like with, yeah. with, with the half skeleton makeup and it's a, and trench well, coat. You can try if you want, but it wouldn't go very well. It'd be yeah. so cute, <laughs> See, all I can picture is an emu with a fringe, I and it's know. like it's kind of adorable. Nah. Um, I I don't know. Yeah. um, This match, anyway, all I have is Avalanche does this to Darby. Ow. And then Avalanche wins. I don't have a lot of thoughts for this match, personally. That's the problem. Darby's matches tend to be, he gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets up. He gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets up. He gets the shit kicked out of him. He loses. Or, he he miraculously overcomes the odds to win. And, like, I like you, Darby. I genuinely like you, but can you change it up a little? Yeah. Okay. In fairness, that's a lot of wrestling. Yeah. Like that's a lot yeah, of yeah. wrestling. It's to, to be to be fair, he took all these bumps like a champion. Like, good lord, some of the stuff he gets thrown. Like Avalanche at one point, he spikes him like a football. Samoan drop, Canadian. Oh no, Allen. Allen actually pulls off a Canadian oh, destroyer a on Avalanche. Yeah. Or a code red, excuse me. Or yeah, sorry. But um, uh, but yeah, no, he 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 does get he he does a good job of getting thrown around. But at the same time, uh, yeah, the ma- I think this match was was this match even three minutes long? Just maybe I don't know. It's been um, a while. Yeah, yeah it, we don't we don't have the times. Um, yeah. Also... So hang on, hang on, Casey. I was gonna say Dalton said Emma the emu, Emma emo emu coming soon to Nickelodeon. Oh God! Say that five times fast. I, I, mean, even, even, I can't even it. say it once. No, I tried yeah. saying it. It's difficult. Uh, so yeah, Avalanche with a quick win off the Vader bomb. Um, <laughs> next match, which is probably the, one of the better ones, Jordan Grace versus you. Versus mm. you? You were in that person? <laughs> no. Um, why you? You is yeah. Why you. you? Wait, who's on first? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> on second. Uh, oh, she's from TJP. Not that one. <laughs> no, yeah, that... well, I'm, I'm actually seeing him next week. Oh, fun. No, the Jordan Grace yeah, versus you was a great match. They were both amazing women. Plus, I never saw you before, and I really want to see... Or Jordan her, Grace. Her, or Jordan Grace. Oh, I kind of see a bit of Jordan Grace, but oh, I... Oh, yeah, she was in All Out. Yeah, or All In. But I want to hopefully see more of you... Like yeah. in there, because she was great. This was like the one match that actually kept my attention. Yeah, saying uh, something. This was a good. This was a good match. It was two beefy ladies just, just slamming the shit out of each other. Be two beefy gals. Like you do not see that on. You certainly don't see that on WWE nope. or mm-hmm. you know anywhere else. So this is you know a, a place where you can actually get some like strong women just going in and just really just. Powerhouse and pounding it, and I'm sorry. And yeah. you know there was pounding. There was pounding. There were so many tit slaps. So many tit slaps. I, like, I will say Jordan Grace is uh, probably my favorite woman on the Indies. We're all going to hell. That's not you know local. So yeah, Jordan so, wins. It was a good match. Jordan wins with the baby driver, which is what I call the pump handle driver. Um, hmm. yeah, pretty good. Get a so, yeah. for the next match, which mentions Alexander Wolf, my boy. Okay, so, yeah, Marius Alani cuts a promo about how he beats down Wolf and declares an open challenge, and the, next, and the match is won by Emil Satoshi, which leads to the WXW Shotgun Championship match, Alani versus Emil Satoshi, who is the champion. The very first thing I have in my notes for this match, Annie's tights are flesh-colored, and it looks like he's wearing a really, really high thong. <laughs> 
I just could not get over it. His tights were the same color as his skin, except yeah. for like a part that led right into his b-hole kinda yep. that and he had a giant a right where his dick was yeah, supposed yeah. to be so <laughs> he, he, he's he's the avenger that no one talks about <laughs> i'm sorry but you just said he doesn't have a dick yeah well no there was an a where his dick should be like there was a d there was an a instead <laughs> and so. that a stands uh, for anatomically correct as a ken doll yes it's true <laughs> this man has no d oh. but i this match was boring like the last match we had with jordan grace and you was wonderful the match between emil sochi and Mar- marius thank you and marius alani it was not good it felt God. Boring. I, I liked it. I, I, well, boring. I felt nothing. Honestly, I forgot. Since it's been a little while since we've had to talk about this, I don't. Apart from the more gimmicky stuff, I don't remember anything that happens yeah. in the match. Like the match itself, I have a lot of notes on the weird uh, Emil's weird using championships as antidepressants gimmick. Yes, uh, I love it. He's so depressed. I have a weird that, that and he's so sad and I love it. Yeah, his whole nihilism thing. Like I don't know, given that we're dealing with a German nihilist, the only thing I could think of was we believe in nothing, Lebowski. We believe in nothing, not even wrestling, Lebowski. But we believe in Satoshi. We believe in Satoshi. Uh, yeah, my, my name is my name is Emil Satoshi and I will cut off your Johnson. I believe in Satoshi. I believe in Satoshi. I'm Kafka versus the Scarlet Letter. I was gonna say Dalton says this is the worst Scarlet Letter adaptation. <laughs> oh, German theater is something, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Emil wins with the Spanish Fly. I liked it. I was just really happy about the commentators making a Kafka reference. Like you don't, you don't. <laughs> Commentators making literature references a lot. Yeah. I'm always down with that. Yeah. All right. The next match was a singles match of David Starr versus Lucky Kid, and Lucky Kid came out with I what I thought he had eyeballs on his clothing turned out to be peacock feathers, but it was still creepy. And also David Starr, he's boring. <laughs> compared wow. to Lucky, Ki- well, well, compared to Lucky Kid. No, I no, I had to. Okay. Spoilers, I went to PWG 16. I watched David Starr fight Brody King, and I was cheering more for Brody King. David Starr was just boring, and I wow. was not, I didn't care for him. I was okay with Brody kicking his ass. Though also, David Starr now sports a porn stash, so that makes it oh, I hate his mustache so much right oh. now. Oh my god, it's so bad. Oh, really? It's <laughs> so bad. Holy oh. shit. Okay, so before this match, we had a little interlude where Star was depressed because he can't beat Volta, and Lucky tried to cheer him up, and it didn't work, and Star was like, fuck you, I'm going to beat you down, and Lucky was just like, but I'm trying to help, because he's a bad boy, and he's a nice boy, even though he is fucking weird, and I like that about him. But uh, any man... Any man who has the courage to wear a Tool album cover to the ring is A-okay in my book. Like, can we get Lucky down here and, like, put him in a match with Kai Drake? Because they are both very, very weird lads. And for the record, Kai, that's a compliment. The crowd really got in on this match. They were chanting, 
you're never beating Volta, you're never beating Volta. And then they started seeing the ring count theme, and it was fantastic. Yeah, they were really into this. And, you know, to be fair, Lucky Lucky certainly gave them a match. Um, I, I Like, all of my notes for this match are basically all things that uh, Lucky Kid did. What do you have for your notes? I have uh, the, the nicknames. Oh. Yeah, what, fuck the nicknames. What, David Starr's nicknames? Yeah. No, we're not reading them. He no. literally had to read them at, at PWG 16 because he didn't trust the announcer because the, the announcer fucked it up. No, he, the, the announcer didn't fuck it up. The mic fucked up. So yeah. I don't know why he blamed the announcer. He still blamed the guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's because Star's a wanker. Yeah, he is. We and had the big Super, Super Saiyan the Lucky comic. Kid, which... Uh, yes. Which my phone translated as Super Saiyan Lucky Kid, meaning my phone's a fucking weeb. <laughs> and Crash has a new cousin. Yep, you guys. Yeah, I I don't know, guys. Uh, Pla- Planet Vegeta was a big place. You lose track of people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have uh, the ring count theme chant. Yes, which was excellent. <laughs> David taps with the crossface. That was fucking awesome. Post match, the crowd ridicules him, and David Starr quits WXW. Basically, he rage quit like a li- like a whiny little bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He so, later said again, on Twitter that he was uh, uh, quitting because he was mad that Walter is such a, a, a shill, you know, selling the basically selling the company to WWE. Well, he's still working for WWE supported companies like Progress. Oh yeah, yeah. I do have one more note in my specific things. Again, it's a production fuck up because the production was so bad on this show. Uh, Lucky did a 450 towards the end of the match, and it was really, really good. Except the camera went oh, out of focus yeah. in the middle of it. You guys remember that? I yeah. Because yeah. it was like it was oh, one of it. It was like, oh, this is gonna be cool, and then the camera went out of focus or, or went to a different angle. No. Yeah, oh, this production. Oh my gosh. Like with most things in wrestling, I blame Gabe Sapolsky. No. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah, Absolute Andy versus Chris Brooks. Uh, the recently so, unsuspended Chris Brooks. Yeah, he just got out of Twitter jail. Yeah, oh. Uh, yeah, this was an okay match. That's well, hang on, hang on. We started with, there's a shot in Florida had a promo making fun of everyone. Including Absolute Andy, who turned up and was like, uh, fuck you, fuck you, it didn't really work. But he did have a very funny moment when he told the camera guy to change the black and white promo back to color because he looked better that way. <laughs> That's a quote. <laughs> yeah. That was about, you know, I'll say this, like, that was a funny moment, but that was about the only entertaining thing Absolute Andy did for this match, in my opinion at least. Oof. You gotta do, do the thing again that you did last time. Uh, oh god, I don't remember. What did I do? You could just cut yeah, in. He, what you could do is just cut he in. Said the, he, was uh, like, he said he was like 60% Andy at the most. Oh. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, his name is Absolute Andy. This guy is so boring. Like, you know what, I'm, I'm, since I can't, since I remember even less from the show now that it's been a few weeks, 40% Andy. I'm calling it. This, this, the, the percentage of Andy we keep it's losing plummeting. with this man is plummeting at a very worrying yeah. rate, especially yeah. for a man who calls himself absolute Andy. Uh, I have here, uh, he's adequate Andy at best. <laughs> he is average Andy. Uh, average, average Andy. Average, average Andy. Uh, Chris Lanky Kong Brooks. 
Yeah, yeah, especially given how Andy was so like short and kind of stocky, going against Brooks, who is basically a twig that knows how to do Irish whips. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a weird matchup. They, they were a weird you, couple. Did they ever tell you about my idea for like if I ever uh, were booking Shikara? Oh dear, what would, I would that be? Book a character who uh, all all she could do is Irish whips, and her name is Ira Schwip. <laughs> Oh, that is a very Chikara idea, yes. We'll be getting to Chikara eventually. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Um, quote, Do, yeah, does, any, does anyone else have anything I have, to say quote, about this match? He just stomped on his beautiful face. Chris wins, wins with the prawn hold. Uh, well, the bell, it took about five minutes for the bell to actually ring because they didn't get in the ring. That's yeah, true. they stalled for so long and they weren't even doing anything, Gotta really. do something, you son of a bees! Yeah, I, I don't. I, I wanted to be silly with that one. Okay, that's fair. Uh, next match, World Tag Team title match. Aussie Open versus the Workhorsemen. My I'm boys. It again, we need more Aussie Open in PWG. God damn it! There were some good moments, but again, this was the match I was having a hard time trying to watch. But both were good. I just kind of wish there was more to it. Come home, Aussie Open. We miss you. <laughs> no, seriously, we miss them. Um. um but yeah, the World Horsemen. Did we say who they are? Yeah, uh, JD Drake and Anthony Henry. But not that JD. Not Drake. that James Drake. Uh, he's more like White Samoa Joe. Yeah, so I was going to say Samoa Joe Seven. That's a great comparison. Maybe he's like White Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, have the first thing I have in my notes is a "Where's your belts?" chance. Yeah, for some reason they didn't have the belts. Some Mormon Joe. <laughs> what? <laughs> Mormon Joe. Some Mormon Joe. A Mormon Joe. That is amazing, oh. Dalton. Bravo. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, At this point, we don't need Dalton on as our fucking special guest. He's just our text <laughs> guest. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so this was a championship match, but they didn't bring the belts for some reason. It was not established why. Yeah. Okay, so that's what that was about. I have a quote. If a chop doesn't succeed, kick him in the fires. That's a good quote. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, Kyle Fletcher spent most of the match playing the face in peril, which is a bit weird because, you know, Ozzy Open are part of Schadenfreude, who are heels. But then again, Ozzy Open are very popular, so I guess it works. Yeah. And also, it was revealed that Dunkzilla can actually do a cartwheel, which is also impressive, because yes. I didn't know he could cartwheel. That's to say, yeah, for a guy his size, that was, some, that was something to see, you know, that's... Um... Let's see. Otherwise, yeah, no, I don't have off the open win, but no belt. With the close your eyes and count to fuck, and then the fidget spinner. I liked it a lot. Oh, I did. Yeah, a pretty decent tag match. I will say, um, one of the notes I have in my uh, things here is this card has way too many bald dudes with beards. Yeah, this is <laughs> a <good laughs> thing. Yeah, like this was another. Uh, one of many, many, many people on this card are bald, bearded, and beefy. I guess beefy. there was a mo there, there was a motif. There was a definite motif in in German wrestling here. Uh, <laughs> again, beefy protein. Yep. So uh, <laughs> I would say that out of the for, out of the show, half of it you could skip, and there's four matches you can ch you should check out, and that's 
David Starr, Lucky Kid, Jordan Grace, and you, the tag team title match, and the next match, which is our main event, for the unified title, Bobby Guns versus Shigehiro Irie, who thankfully this is not the last time we're seeing. Oh, I put, oh, good. I put good. it down in my notes with Bobby Guns because of how bad the lighting was and made it look like his outfit was just was made of duct tape. Yeah, again, the production just, ugh. They call it duct tape. Woo! That is like, that is like the last. You know, if a wrestler really did, if someone wanted to do like a crazy Al Snow, I'm a crazy lunatic type wrestling gimmick, duct tape for wrestling shorts would be one of the more terrifying things you could think of. Oh, yeah. Just, it isn't so much the, oh, he's wearing duct tape. It's, wait, he has to take those off at some point, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Yuri's theme is awesome. And then Guns, Bobby Guns. Oh, yeah. Was Bobby Guns. Robot Rock. He came out to Robot Rock and the crowd did bu- Guns, Bobby oh. Guns. Oh, gotcha. It was awesome. <laughs> That's all right. The King of Smoke style, which basically means he smoked a lot and lit his cigarette off the power. Yeah, uh, again, that weird. Uh, that I said this in the last time we did it, but yeah, that weirds me out. Smoking is so bad for you; <laughs> it limits what you can do physically by like a lot. <laughs> I think Janelle's blows my response mind. to that was just "fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway." Yeah. I mean, he still can. He still can go like a, a amazing. I, I mean, yeah, jo- Joey Joey Janela proves that theory. Throws that theory right out the window. So shows what I know. No I guess. shorts, Ooh, Johnson, still. aka Eunuch Steve. Yeah. Oh. Well, like this was like I think. Okay, I know. I have to say this was it because I wasn't having a good day that when we were watching it that day. But it was my least favorite match, and it was least like, favorite. It was literally one of the matches that. Should be for the title, and there should be more at stake. But nothing was popping. More at stake. It's the main title. No, no, no. There should be more like more gravitas. No, okay. Yeah, more. Like, I get that. More. They should have been hurting each other more. They were hurting each other a lot. This was a stiff fucking match. I mean, much uh, more than that. I have like half my notes are in all caps. It is yeah. thick. <laughs> Bag of ham. Yeah. Thank you, OSW, for that one. <laughs> Beast bomber. Yeah, I've got that fuck. too. Yeah, Pounce. ouch. Pile driver on the apron. Rope break yeah. using the teeth. Oh, yeah, that was a great moment. <laughs> Running fire thunder driver. They mm. showed each other the finger. They did. Half and yes. half. Irie taps to the triangle armbar. That was fucking awesome. Post-match, Joey Janela arrives. Yeah, Joey Janela came out of nowhere. And, and, he, and he didn't do anything. No, he's just like... He said that he lit a cigarette, and then he just declares that he wants to challenge guns to get his belt, and then leaves, like he does. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Which makes it sad because Joey Janela came coming out for even for a split second, made it the like the whole thing good. But I kind of wish he wrestled, because seeing Joey Janela wrestle is so much fun. Hmm. We will see that. Well, that. he has his own show, so we'll see hey. him later on. Um. Anybody have any final notes for the whole show? The show was... Okay, there was nothing wrong with this show as such, but uh, like I said last time, I think we've been spoiled 
Like, yeah. in the first couple of shows, we've had a grudge match where a guy tried to, sh- like, put a turnbuckle hook in another guy's mouth and tried to, and threw him out of the ring because the same guy had done that to him and he had 42 stitches in his mouth. In the second one, we had a food fight with people, like, throwing rock melons into people's nuts. And the gymnasties. And the gymnasties. And the gymnasties just in general, yeah. <laughs> it's just in general, yes. But in this one, we haven't had anything interesting. Like, by itself, at another time, this would have been a perfectly serviceable show. But compared to all the other shit we got going on weekend, you're not crazy enough. This is the Lance Storm of, uh, of Mania Weekend shows. Technically sound, but you're looking for a bit more of pizzazz. Yeah, that's that's an excellent comparison. Apart from the crappy production issues that kept popping up throughout the show. Yep. Yeah, which that was a big issue. Otherwise, it was serviceable, but that's also our problem is our first two shows were not serviceable. They had their moments of what the fuck? You know, it had a lot more pizzazz and panache and a lot more oomph going toward this was a serviceable show some decent wrestling some decent um some decent match work some decent chemistry but nothing yeah you know if this were like uh if this were an episode of raw or something it would be perfectly fine but for like a what technically is a pay-per-view eh just eh you know like like a a solid like six at six or seven out of ten you know the problem i the big problem i have is that like y'all name this show after a fucking ramstein song <laughs> and it was not nearly or like it was not fucking crazy enough to deserve a ramstein title like nobody got set on fire nobody died nobody got disemboweled nobody like nobody got publicly sodomized this was not worthy of a ramstein song no offense See that's gotta, what res- that's what wrestling needs more sodomy. Well, I was gonna say you I gotta mean, yeah. set it like, on fire if you want this to be worthy of a Ramstein's. I I see what you're saying. All right, so let's go over picks. I'll go first. Um, honestly, this may be different from my first pick because I I honestly don't remember who I picked last time, but yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with a uh, oh, and it's the guy I can't pronounce. Mario Salvatore. Uh, no, uh, Shigeru Irie? Shigehiro Irie. Yeah, that's who you picked last time, dude. Uh, oh, okay, good, good. I was like, yeah, oh, I was thinking, I was thinking that was the same guy. But yeah, he put, I, he put on a hell of a show with Bobby Guns. Um, again, a big beefy dude with a brutal style who just threw Bobby Guns all over the ring. And yeah, I would say he was impressive. I'm glad we're going to get to see him again in a future show because I, again, Dude was throwing the beef. Absolutely throwing the beef. Uh, Casey? <laughs> For my pick, I would have to go with you. She was came out of nowhere, and her fight with Jordan Grace was wonderful, and I want to see more of you again, like I mentioned earlier. like It just makes me more happy just to see like uh, wrestlers from Japan or China, and they just look so amazing and incredible. Um, I am going with Satoshi, who Mm -hmm. I thought was very amusing. Not that he was intending to be, but mainly Mm -hmm. I just apparently have a thing for sad boys. (laughs) Um, Um, 
I'm gonna go with Lucky Kid. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in Bola. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And our chaired pick is Jordan Grace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was. She was great. She was great. She is great. Amazing. Mm. And wonderful. Yes. Um. She is thick. She is a very good fighter. And she. I don't know. I just apologize for how weird I was for Brownie's last time. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I'm generally a weird person, so. I think we all are. But, uh,. How weird is next episode going to get when we do Josh Barnett's Bloodsport? We'll see, we'll see next time on One Crazy Weekend. Oh, dear. Bye.